0: I got one. Yeah, pulled up. I'll play it. Shane, uh, you're gonna talk about the beer.
1: Yeah, I can talk about the beer. Since you have a, a lovely, how you shook anecdote. it. <laughs> you shook it vigorously <laughs> before serving it to us. I mean, it's, it's been sitting in my car for like 45 minutes, and then it just—I uh, don't know—exploded when we got here.
2: <laughs> like so many other women. <laughs> all right, like, let's start. Let's like start so many this other thing. plans. Let's start uh, this thing. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Cutting Weight. I'm your host, Mike Stahl. To my left, Shane McNona. To my right, Jim Ayers. We're back in Cutting Weight Cabin here on a beautiful fall evening. The trees are on fire. The cold weather was upon us, but now it's not. It's kind of mild. It's a beautiful time of year because we've got high school playoff football going on. We've got, you know, the foliage changing colors, and it's not too cold yet. And it hasn't snowed yet, so I think we're in a pretty good spot here for until Saturday.
0: Colorado. Yeah, they're calling for snow this weekend, Mike. Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but hey, good timing on the on the, sure the little time. fall. Come to Northeast Ohio for in the fall
2: <laughs> speech and shovel my driveway, please. All right, guys. So uh, let's talk first about what we're wearing here at the table. I'm just. Uh, oh, way. do we I'm have to? By, uh, I don't know a little plaid shirt, but Banana Republic, and my Express jeans, and uh, I don't know. Dive right in, guys. What, what are you guys wearing? I I know our listeners at home are really curious about our fashion and everything else, and uh, yeah. So well,
1: these uh, are these are Nike Air Maxes. Oh, yeah. that's not what you're talking about. No, no, I'm
2: wearing. Shane's got something
0: gross on.
1: Let's <laughs> it's just put... disgusting. It's the worst thing I've I've worn in a long long,
2: Shane, long this time. This is the this is the best you've ever looked to me, and I'm only I'm only three beers in. And normally it takes eight or nine before I start thinking Yeah. Is maybe it pretty good dude. Yeah, maybe, you, you kinda know. keep one eye closed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. I can see okay. it. Yep. But you put that Heinz Ward, Ward jersey on and I, I I'm ready to leave Melissa right now.
1: Oh, I got a I got a, a spider in this
2: place. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they're I attracted a, to the, to the attracted black and number
1: eighty six. Black and yellow black and yellow. Heinz <laughs> Ward jersey.
2: That and was part it. of the deal. We made an off air bet. About the uh, jersey wearing with our marketing director. I think it was Honor. Sir uh, sir Tony Brunetti. I know. But uh, the bet was that if uh, the Steelers won, these gentlemen will wear uh, Steelers jerseys. And then if the Browns won, I would wear one. And uh, I got to say, it looks pretty good. Jim, what what are you wearing?
0: Well, Mike, I have a Troy Palomalu away white jersey. Yeah. With the uh, yellow. You know, stripes, yellow black stripes accent. Um, it is Troy Polamalu number 43. So as much as I hate the Steelers and you know wish very bad things on them every year, right. Troy Polamalu was probably the one Steeler player that I you know didn't completely hate. Uh, I, I obviously did when he played the Browns, but like I did think he was he was cool to watch just because he played like a maniac. He reminds me. Well, I shouldn't say this. The Browns uh, JOK. I always thought since they drafted him, could be a, like a Troy Palomalu-type player where, you know, kind of play multiple positions. He could play back in coverage. He could play up on the line. He could blitz. Um, maybe, you know, just like game-changing plays. I think yeah. that uh, JOK reminded me a lot of Palomalu. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm, he's been injured, but uh, he's supposed to maybe come back this week. And even when he was playing, he was making some some splash plays for a rookie. So that's, that's you know. You found so, some solace in that. I did. You, really, so, you so took, that, you took that,
2: th- that lemon and you made lemonade. That's what I do, Mike. Just like Beyonce made lemonade.
0: Yeah, I still have not watched that <sighs> movie. Telling you, um, <laughs> after you watched. and Tony Lyles were talking about all the time you spent with it overseas, but uh, I'm telling you what, I do have to check it out. Yeah, check it I out. I mean, Beyonce is pretty easy on the eyes. I, I think we can all agree to that. Yeah, I, I guarantee
2: <laughs> you this. You, you will, you will be entertained. <laughs> And that's really all I can hope for. And you might be dehydrated by the end of it. Oh, so get an IV hooked up before hook up an IV, get go to Costco and get some get some some lotion. All right. And speaking speaking of being <laughs> hydrated. Yeah. Can, we, can we segue? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's move on to something else. To, uh, to this week's beer. Okay, sure. Um we had a, first
0: of all, a, it, first, of all <laughs> first of all, it's a real blast from uh, our earlier pre-show
2: happens happenings yes shane walks in with a, a six-pack of ballast point sculpin and i'm not sure if that's norwegian for dynamite <laughs> <laughs> or or what that means but shane you cracked your beer open and <laughs> basically like champagne it all over the, the cutting air, the yeah, cabin yeah and then i'm like shane what's your what's your freaking problem <laughs> And then I grab one, crack it open, and it sprays. You know, I get a money shot all over my face and on on the floor here. I mean, it looked like a looked like a vintage Euro porn here for a minute. All the frothiness, Norwegian frothiness, to be exact. All right, so tell us more other than other than its explosive nature. And you, did you open yours safely? No, because no, you, you
0: that was going to be mine. <laughs> uh, and it's I saw Shane blow his up in his face. You slid it up and over then the I, no, I didn't even move it. And it was sitting there and before I had a chance to open it, you picked up and grabbed it and then like as you're picking it up, I'm like, "Wait a second. Those are from the same six-pack that hadn't been <laughs> opened." And then Mike
2: I just look like Elmer Fudd after one, <laughs> after he shoots himself in the face. <laughs> just like smudge marks all over the thing. <laughs> I'm great were cartoons back in the day where you could just drop an anvil on your on or shoot your, yourself your in the face head.
0: like you know i mean there's so much talk about mental health and stuff like that like can you imagine
2: cartoons these days of people literally just like shooting themselves oh just think about like the the traumatic, traumatic brain injuries tbi from tom and jerry <laughs> And those guys were complete there assholes how many, to like, each other. Cigars
0: would like blow up in people's face. Like literally like a yeah. bomb would go off in someone's face.
2: <laughs> Where are they getting the dynamite from one?
0: And the talking baby? Remember the like the talking baby gangster? <laughs> baby face or whatever? You guys know, being like a stroller. And they're like, Oh, you yeah, have the cutest little baby, but you get a cigar. <laughs> Didn't they also have, like have a Tommy gun? He might have, but like then, you know, when he started talking to everyone else, like, "Hey, listen here, say he, was, he was just like a thirty style gangster, but he was a baby in a in a stroller. Do you, you remember that? I yeah, mean, those guys weren't
2: those guys weren't drinking <laughs> scotch at the office or on eight LSD. in the morning, right? And
0: those were like old school Looney Tunes. You know,
2: the guy's name was Hannah Barbera. No, he did the Flintstones. He made that up.
0: I think it was maybe two people's last names, Hannah and Barbara. Maybe. I yeah, know. it was two
2: people. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> their daughter was Hannah Montana. The rest is history.
0: And there was the dad? Conan the Bar- Barbarian.
2: Conan the Barbarian <laughs> and Hannah the Barber. <laughs> Let's do Hannah Barbara. Done. Let's make cartoons. Great. What about, why don't we just use your wife's name, Barbara? No. <laughs> i call her bar <laughs> bar now get out of my house <laughs>
1: well, all right so wow well, you would have thought we've drank a lot already by the way this podcast started so hey, so anyway we well, uh we're no, we're just sitting down and shane was gonna tell us a little bit about this lovely beer he brought for us tonight so ballast point brewing company in san diego california what brought me to this beer today was i was at the uh the beer store. What was that. What was <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Mentor wine. I went to a beer store. Yeah, w- uh, World Wines and Mentor. Thank you. And um, I saw it and it just reminded me that I was a couple years ago in San Diego, California and went to the Ballast Point Brewery. Huge facility. It's kind of in an industrial park, but it's like a huge, nice restaurant. Um, with a big bar, you can see into the brewery area. There's like a glass wall on the side of the bar. So really, really cool place. Um, it's out by like the... Um, some of the I don't know, Marines or or Air Force like training camp. Uh, Pendleton's out there. Yeah, there's a there's so there's an island like, that's
2: across the bay there, and then you've also got the Midway, uh, USS Midway Museum.
1: Right. Yeah. This well, this is a little inland, but there was some sort of training going. There's on. There's so much remember. like military yeah. presence in yeah. San Diego. Yeah. So it's just a really cool place if you're ever out in San Diego. Um, it's a good place to hit up. So I, I got their their Sculpin IPA, which I think is basically like their. Their standard IPA, one the one they're probably like most known for. There's there's a double of this they make. They have a couple different IPAs. If, if you're ever at the brewery, there's a hundred different beers they have on tap there. Um, but I, I think all of them are really really solid. This is a coming into a seven seven 7.0 mm. So right where we like. it. Right on it. the cut line. <laughs> right where we <laughs> like it. Um, I don't know what you guys think. It's it's got a little uh, little citrusy, little grapefruity. They do even make one that's a, actually a grapefruit sculpin that's really great fruity but um no, it's I, good. I like all their beers
0: it's kind of a sweeter not as bitter as ipa as uh, we've had in some of the past shows but it's good i know that um i've had they they make a jalapeno sculpin too which it's good and honestly you know it, it's a little spiciness to it and then for a beer it's kind of an interesting you're not used to it, like spicy beer but their sculpin jalapeno ipa is pretty pretty good if you see that out there i see
1: nice. yeah, there's a pineapple I- sculpin too very nice there's a, there's a bunch
2: yeah, I thought it was good as well. Very, it's uh again hazy, and uh, very drinkable. Should we ask the
1: floor what it thinks? Because it had a whole one.
2: Yeah, it had, <laughs> it had half of mine, half of yours. I would say if we get our brewery off the ground, we definitely need to make a stalpin.
1: Yeah. What
0: would so the scalpin? Obviously, it's a type of fish, probably you know very native to Southern California. What what would the scalpin be like? What, what could we put on that can as a label?
2: Maybe a, a gar
0: <laughs> Okay so just, But you'll stick with the fish The whole fish route
2: I'll stay with the fish Freshwater gar stulpen, and I well, think What, it, I what think about that creature That was
1: at the, at the place You were fishing uh, the, What was it called? Oh the gouty The, the
0: gowdy. Oh. <laughs> I don't we, know We would put a gouty on the can If we could find one I,
2: I wouldn't misrepresent The gowdy <laughs> like that We don't know if he's Half fish Half meerkat Half,
0: half Wolverine
2: Half Lynx Yeah we're not sure um, I think it would probably just be like my face and upper body on a mermaid <laughs> But Merman. You'd, merman. merman, you'd that's be a merman. You'd be a merman. That's the Stulpen, probably. Probably. That's. Yeah, I could
0: see that. I was thinking more of like some weird, like elf-like
2: figure. <laughs> the Stulpen, like a like a yard gnome. Yeah, yeah it's like an that. old like
0: fairy tale about the Stulpen who came and like stole the princess's
2: wand. And I mean, I could see they're just little like <laughs> bow-legged, <laughs> bow-legged yard ornaments that just little, come to life at night with,
0: with like w- crazy fingers and like <laughs> they drink. And they drink a lot. They
2: drink your beers, and they leave, and they pee on your school books every night. Oh, you got visited by the Stolpen. You better be
0: a good boy, or the Stolpen's going to show his face around here when you're sleeping. (laughs) I don't like them. They smell weird. They smell like booze, Mom.
2: Are those raccoons? No. They're sculpins. Shane, you don't seem amused. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Boy, we've gone down some real weird real... <laughs> already um Maybe I think my... it, I think I know what it's time for. it's time for spread' em. Shane <laughs> okay, That was
0: did... a big hit I think two weeks ago in our podcast of the spread' em, Shane. yeah story. did you guys
1: get a lot of feedback on that? Yeah, well, why don't you I, tell us how how, how
0: I, your picks went I, for I know the viewers? A, a couple
2: have... of guys named Monty that are going to break your legs. <laughs> <laughs> right, I wouldn't. Uh,
1: you might want to go on vacation for a little while, Shane. Uh the picks did not go <laughs> great. <laughs> well,
2: was Kieselowski?
1: Hey, that was probably my best pick. He t- he came in third that race. Oh man! Yeah, I nice. mean, yeah, he was within shooting range. There was a chance. All right, if you bet him. You got some entertainment at least out of watching him. You know, get a chance to win a race. Okay. Um, my other two bets... I'd like to
0: know how many of our listeners went out and bet <laughs> Brad Kozlowski.
1: Kozlowski. Can we get it right?
0: Well, That's probably it. They were bread, They were betting Kozlowski. <laughs> honey, do we have $80
2: left in checking for me to place this bet? It's a lock. <laughs> we, we stand to make $160 off of this bet. Uh, spread them
1: Shane. Yeah, that one did not come in. I think I had the uh, the Chanticleers of... Uh, East Coastal Carolina? Coastal Carolina. They did not win. What was my other one? <laughs> Yeah, the the Texans given getting fourteen and a half at home. (laughs) They
2: gave every bit of that up. They lost by three touchdowns.
1: It's Christmas season in down in Houston. I'm gonna come back
2: big this week, though.
1: We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go three
2: no this week. All right, it's time for Shane's spread them. No, Shane. (laughs) It's time for Shane (laughs) too. Try again. Spread (laughs) (laughs) them. Shane.
1: I'm just uh, gonna have to create a little drop of no, that, so you say, say it every time. spread
0: them, and I say
2: with Shane. Spread them with shame. That's, That's better. There That's we better. go. Now All we right, got it. Down. Shane, back back in business. Give us your stone cold Shainer locks. <laughs> so pick number one. Pick number one. It's gotta it's gotta be
0: Indian uh, cricket.
1: <laughs> I did look. I did see that. <laughs> I did see cricket 20s. There was some international thing going mm-hmm. on, but. Then you just made fun just, of me for just guessing. I have no, no idea. No good value bets there? No, I didn't see any good value there. <laughs> but uh, I'll start off with, let's go The the first game to happen is uh, actually tomorrow night. The Cavs are home versus Detroit. Detroit's terrible. Detroit's terrible. Cavs are only given five.
0: Mm, but they gave, Cavs gave up a huge lead last night. I don't know if they're...
1: Yeah, but Detroit's bad. Cavs are playing well. They've been bouncing back from losses. Detroit hasn't played, you know... Two good games in a row all season i looked at some of the results um but don't the Cavs still have a couple key guys that are injured on like covid and sexton's out colin sexton um but they, i think they have the regular starters is kevin love back no but he's like a role player <laughs> well, they don't need him kevin. oh, he's not back huh? give a guy a break well i like i like the guy i mean he brought us a championship he's one of my favorite players but uh he's not he's not a real Real solid right now not a great contract for the Kivs. no not their best decision mm-hmm. but um no I, I like them at home day of rest detroit's coming in i think they're uh i think they'll take care of business by
2: eight to ten
0: wow that sounds pretty confident huh mike well, you, you gotta make like confidence
2: when you sell your picks sure i just transferred 20 grand in the sport book <laughs> .com. I don't even know if it's a website it is it's run that's sportsbook.com <laughs> hey, I used to it's just a profile picture of some Norwegian guy obviously he's got a Van Dyke. All right let's go to Saturday we're gonna give you I are mean, going to get picks all weekend
1: so that's Friday, which is tomorrow We're, okay. we're, we're doing this on uh, Thursday the 11th um, on Saturday, I think it's noon maybe a noon game we got a team from up north traveling to uh, state college. Pennsylvania, oh, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan, Penn State, Penn State is plus one at home. No. It's going to be a tight one, I think. And uh, I'm looking for, uh, for Penn State to pull it off. Penn State getting one, getting one. It really lines kind of irrelevant. to pick them.
0: Yeah. I mean, they need the Penn State does need this game to kind of provide any relevancy to their season after some of their, the two losses they've had and with high hopes going in uh, Michigan still has a lot to play for also. And I think Michigan's a little bit better than people are really realizing because they haven't really played anyone yet. I Obviously, lost they to lost to Michigan State, State. but uh, I think Michigan's a little bit better in general than Penn State. So
1: I, I hope you win, Shane. But I, 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 I had that thought too. I think that, I think they probably are on paper, but I think when it comes down to it, it I mean, is they, it, do we know if it's a whiteout? I don't know if it's a white out, a, a blue out, a stripe out. I think they have one now where they're doing, like, the middle sections, are st- the, the blue stripe, so it looks like the helmet. What's
0: oh, What's man. the Penn State's record against the spread during a stripe
1: out? I, I don't have it no. at my fingertips. <laughs>
2: Do you even Sorry. analyze any <laughs> of this, Jeez, Shane? Uh, I mean, you've had all day to prepare.
1: All right, then we'll, we'll go to Sunday. Tom Brady had a week off. He's only given... He's old. He he could have used a week off, but he's he's still lighting it up because he's helped my fantasy team the first place. Mm-hmm um he's given nine but they're playing at washington oh you like that one
0: i think that
1: i think that the uh
0: the bucks are going to cover i just you can't ever bet on a team that doesn't have a name just (laughs) right football team yeah i uh
2: yeah i think they'll cover i'm not crazy about it but i think they will but you're taking the point shane
1: no, no, no. I'm giving the 9. Okay. I'm taking Tampa Bay, minus 9. All right. And that right. one so Is it I heard I, was, I haven't really
0: followed it much, but I've heard like Gronk's out. Antonio Brown's kind of out. Like neither one of those guys are really Yeah, Gronk's play been a lot. out,
1: been out for 5 or 6 weeks. I mean, he played the first the only, few he lit it up the first week and then he's kind of been out.
2: The only people left are Leonard Fournette. They've also got um Chris Godwin and Mike Evans that are still playing too. Yeah, oh, they, they still got They're still a really talented yeah. roster either way. And they've also got um I can't remember the other tight end's name, but he's also pretty good. Right. Um, um not Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> no. Oh, ben I, Coates. Not Aaron Hernandez. Not <laughs> ben <him>. Coates. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't I can't think of his name, but he's a I mean, he's a decent athletic tight end. All I right, think not- Bucks cover. Buck's cover. That's, um, you guys like that one? So yeah. you like one of my three picks. All right, thank you.
1: <laughs> it was better than last week. You like none of them. You
0: well, maybe we'll cover. get over a hump this week and win, win one.
2: Yeah, blow us away. He's got to get
1: it on a streak. Absolutely. I'd also yeah. like to point out. You need so, to get on a heater. So Stahl's wearing an Ayers well drilling hat. Have yeah. you guys got got uh, any word from Nike? Any cease and desists? Because that looks like a Nike swoosh on that hat. It does, but I think it's kind of backwards. And I didn't design it, so...
0: uh that has been brought up before. More so, not even on our hats, like on our trucks, the swish is even more Nike-like. <laughs> so I just noticed that we haven't heard anything. Um, not that anyone would hear it on this podcast, obviously. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I do. I have heard that before, though. So we're just kind of keeping our fingers crossed.
2: Next year, it's Reebok.
0: <laughs> I'm looking keep... at Shane's Reebok logo on the Heinz Ward jersey. Like, I do you make even...
2: that work? Water down a stream. It's something you come up with something that's man. like
0: a half-ass asics kind of thing isn't it like you just put one more yeah. line there and it's basically asics
2: <laughs> reebok basically blew it <laughs> yeah i don't know what's that just take off one of the stripes deal <laughs> that's, that's ours, that's right, ours you guys can handle this without me for a minute This is just,
1: i'm just dying with this jersey on sweating oh boy well oh mike we, also uh today is veterans
2: oh, day oh detail. gee yeah. oh boy yeah, Veterans Day.
0: It's like you had the same look in your eye when you're watching lemonade just now that the way you're looking at Shane taking that shirt off.
2: Now that he takes that jersey off. He's disgusted.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, happy Veterans Day. Um you know, again, we've always, we've thanked you a million times for your service to the Too country. Many. Too many. I don't uh, but I don't think you ever could, you know, get enough thanks for that. So, thank you for your service and hopefully you Enjoy the day did you did you do anything different today or anything special to kind of commemorate or
2: well, I'm still went to work and um, uh, left work just a little bit early Melissa and I went out to uh, Burntwood Tavern here in the Falls they were nice enough to uh, provide veterans a free meal tonight at all the Burntwood tavern locations here in um, in the greater Cleveland area the
0: greater the greater Falls area the greater Falls.
2: Um, but yeah, it's a nice little spot here in the falls, they're, and they're nice generally everywhere they are here. But um, yeah, free meal. Got a, uh, I just got a burger and some fries, and I uh, had my first Christmas ale of the season. Oh so did you um, notice
0: any uh, difference in the flavor this year?
2: There was a, a little shard of a Christmas ornament. <laughs> shard? <Someone>, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> like someone's shard? <shirt> <laughs> Someone sharded. it. Uh, no, it was uh, it was good again. Yeah, I think we've we've outgrown Christmas ale here in Northeast Ohio. It's like, it's like OxyContin. They started out with ten ten milligrams, and then then by the end, it's like well, now you it's need like one sixty.
0: You can find beers with. I mean, it's not even that. I think
1: it's like six and a half percent. No, but we, that's like a morning yeah, beer now.
2: We talked about it's 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 in the past. We've outgrown it.
1: Yeah, but did you see? I saw what they had at the store today. It's in a, like a one of those big giant bottles. It's a barrel aged Christmas ale. So it's some. Something higher alcohol. I'm sure it's higher alcohol. Probably has a bourbon barrel aged, you know, a little
2: bourbon flavor. And they're back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, they know. They're making a comeback. Boy, they know how to please Cleveland, <laughs> the Great Lakes area. Just keep dousing them with alcohol and hops. It's well, a tasty beer, though. I mean, it really is. It always has been. But yeah.
0: It's been an island of cheese. It's probably been. 15, 20 years now, maybe. I don't even know. Yeah, it's got to be close to... I mean, the first five, I don't even remember.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because of Christmas ale. (laughs) I
1: always love the the Christmas ale story. So back before we all had kids and stuff, and Mike wasn't living here, but I used to have like a Christmas party at our house every year for for a few years. And our one friend, Joe Spitaleri, was in our house one year. Oh, (laughs) jeez. And he's in the... uh, We're in my basement. There was a bar. And he's he's just down on Christmas sales, like like <laughs> left right, and uh, I, he had at least at least six or seven of them. And you know this is back when you know and that's
0: like two thousand. <laughs> that equals like you know
1: yeah. 20, like, twenty of them yeah. now. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> our friend uh, our friend Brandon Simons goes to bring him home, drive him home at night, and he's I think he's living with his mom at the time. And he, the story is that he he gets out of the car just like wobbles, and it's it's winter. You know it's December, it's, it's the driveway's all icy, and apparently, he just like completely bites it like a cartoon, like feet straight up in the air. It was, uh, it was described it, as the way, fl- like, the, like, pretty much every time Joe Pesci fell in Home Alone, like it
0: was that <laughs> fall. <laughs>
1: So Brandon sees him, and he's ba- as he's backing out, he sees this happen, and he's like, what should I do? And I guess Joe just like raises his thumb in the air like he's okay. Brandon like he just, never scoots sat there. Air. He was just still leg flat
0: on his back. He just got the thumbs up. And, yeah, so all right, well, I guess I'll just possibly let him you know, freeze to death
2: and die. It's, Later. It's not uncommon that a lot of like football players that have been paralyzed from the waist down <laughs> give a thumbs up on their way out of the stadium. And yeah, we don't know if Joe's walking now no. or not.
0: At that point, I don't think Brandon got out of the car. I think he just said, no, thumbs up. It's, I did my part. He's good. He's good. I don't care if it's 10 degrees and he could be half paralyzed in a snowdrift.
2: <laughs> Bring out the clowns and the zipper stretcher. That'd be the perfect thing to carry Larry into the house. <laughs> Although you have to, you've got a special place in your heart for Larry because I remember... One of my favorite Christmas stories is when you're walking down the hall in Burnett, and you just decided to punch a window out. Oh yeah, and we got in, we got in Larry's like a red. Bomb I don't think it was, was. Was it
0: his car? He he drove someone Maybe else's. I think he ours. drove someone else's car. I mean, and,
2: and no reason. Should I don't anyone
1: Like no one should have been driving. Oh, and it was like snowing out,
2: it sideways, was snowing. and We'd cold. We take Jim down to like the ER in Mayfield. Yeah. not even sure that's close closest hospital but we didn't have GPS inside.
0: plus like we could only go like two miles an hour it was literally a terrible yeah, blizzard it a I terrible mean blizzard. at four in the morning
2: but it was bad enough where like three drunk guys in Burnett at four in the morning were like I think we should go to the hospital
0: so I so I go in I we get... had
2: to, I, I remember this we had to shovel Larry's car out yeah and then and then when we got to the hospital we were like drifted in again <laughs> by the time we left we we're like oh god
0: well, we get we get to the hospital, and for whatever reason, there was like, "Were you there, Shane?" I can't remember. No, I was, I
1: was there with you guys all night. I think but I was, didn't go in the car. I think I it was me,
0: you, Larry, and like Steiner. It might yeah, be, Steiner. yeah, I think yeah, it was that Steiner was my roommate. So like, it, I'm the one that needed to get stitched up, and they they figured like the three of them needed to be there for this. So. <laughs> and they're all
2: like, "Yeah," they came up to Larry at one point and like. What did you overdose on son? <laughs> like fill out well, this paperwork.
0: I go, you know, I go in. I mean, we were all in, you know, pretty banged up at that point. I go in, get stitched up on my hand. And then by the time, you know, everything's said done, I've probably been in there an hour and a half. I come back out and these three clowns are literally just like passed out face first. Like one's like slouched over a chair, other one's laying on the ground. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't just call the cops right there and be like, "All right, everybody in the in the clink." Yeah, you guys are because they're like, like, how are you guys driving home now?" And at this point, it's like 6 a.m. I mean, yeah.
1: oh gosh, yeah. it was it was really late when you guys got back. What a night! That was uh, yeah. Oh, well, what! A and what's night. the moral of the story, Jim? Don't punch all the way through the glass; just like jab it. <laughs> yep,
0: yep. I learned the lesson that night. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, you punched all the way through it, didn't you? <laughs> I sure no, did. When you want to break those glasses, you just you just got to do a like a little tap tap like a Bruce Lee like a flick. Tap <laughs> a root. Uh, it was also um, Jim's birthday here recently. It was uh, yeah, last so week. Happy birthday, Jim is a uh, a year older.
1: Oh uh, yeah, 45. You 45. Guys are Way older than me. Shane's, Shane's
0: still the little baby of the group.
2: So one of uh, one of Jim's. Uh, friends decided to drop them a little message here. Uh, I'm going to try and play it for you right now.
1: Hey Jim, this is Tony Rice, class of 1990, a part of the 1988 National Championship team at Notre Dame. I heard that you turned 45 on the 3rd, so I'm I'm kind of late with your birthday, but I want to wish you a happy birthday. Um, I heard that you're a long lifetime Notre Dame fan, and I'm glad for you you giving us support during the years I played, and you've been going to Notre Dame games since you was a kid with your grandfather, so that's a great feat. I, um, I hope your weekend is great, and um, I hope Notre Dame beats the Navy this weekend. I have a couple of guys that are going to the game, like Pat Terrell and um, Chris Stewart, so if you're there in South Bend at the time, walk up to them and tell them who you are, and I told them to say hello and um, enjoy the weekend. Take care, and go Irish. Tony Rice, Notre Dame legend. Number nine. Way Number there. nine. So,
0: yeah, thank you guys very much. That was uh, totally unexpected. I know in the past, you know, we've we've done some uh, fun cameos for the for you guys, but the, I had literally, like, I did not expect that at all. And I think you sent the text, and I was, like, busy we I didn't even look at it. I'm like, ah, you know, I just kind of, like, brushed it by because I don't have time to look at this right now. I'll check it out later. And it probably wasn't until <clears throat> way later in the day that I happened to – read it and listen to it and it was like oh my god I just yeah it was really cool Tony Rice was you know a guy I remember I mean I remember that season when they won the national title it's last time Notre Dame won one in 88 he was their quarterback I I bet I you know at that time I could name every guy on on the friggin' roster that's how into it I was I remember going up to two games that year um, of the national title year and yeah so to sort of get that sent to me and know that Tony Rice is one of my best friends now is uh it's and pretty cool
2: at any point at any moment that you ever feel man enough to walk up to chris zorich yeah <laughs> I love, like
0: zorich was awesome i mean he played for the bears for a while but like at notre dame he's number 50 like cut his jersey like it was like a halter top yeah. and it, i mean he had arms the size of you know freaking giga- pythons and i remember like li- listening or reading a story about him when he was at notre dame he was from uh part of chicago that was like not a great part any of chicago and he never had a lot of uh, ability to like work out on his own so the legend had it that he had like found this bar like a weightlifting bar straight bar and uh he knew a guy that could weld or something and he stole two um like manhole covers and like brought this guy and had him like weld him the ends and he would just like bring that to his garage or whatever and like work yeah. out That's awesome. and uh so yeah that was cool i remember all those guys that was really neat to uh to have that message from tony rice so thank you yeah, it was nice for tony rice to
1: step out of that bar and do that real quick <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you can't see the video if you're uh, listening to this but <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> looks like he just stepped out of a bar had a few beers <laughs> did so the video
2: anyone uh i think we've all experienced cameo to some point where we've signed each other up for for one and you only get like so much text care so many characters to explain to the guy like what you what you'd like them to say and why you're giving them the the message and everything else. So in general, it's like, you know, I want you to wish my buddy a happy birthday. He's a great guy and he's a, you know, blah, blah, blah fan. And you're one of his favorite players, blah, blah, you know, whatever. And they kind of weave that into their speech, but it's not a lot. So Tony was late on delivering uh, the message a little bit because they now they have this weird thing on cameo where you can like submit a request and they don't, they don't reply back, then you get your money back, which is like kind of stinks because there's no guarantee the guy's ever going to give the message <coughs> or not. But anyway, we I send him the message on Sunday. He normally responds within two days, and then, you know, your birthday pass, and I'm like, oh, damn it. But then he gets back to us on Friday. And I think the reason was because. I had tried to explain to him in 40 characters about what eat the meat was <laughs> and how you used to play it on the way to the games <laughs> and that if he could somehow work the circle thing into the, <laughs> into the video, uh, he would have made then, me eat his meat then, or then, eat the meat. I'm sorry. Then, then that wouldn't totally make his day and it it'd be the, the funniest thing ever. And I just imagine him maybe pacing outside that bar, just like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's pretty harmless. I don't want to, have to You know, he's like, "No, I'm not going to do it." I'm but do but, it. but do we have to call it "Eat the Meat"? Like, <laughs> I, like I don't know what "Eat the Meat" is. Well, I isn't there some like something
1: that? That, that that circle like that is like some sort of racist or some sort of Taking over some other meaning? Oh, some some item group. Know. Gosh, I hope not. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, now we've really lost it in this country. If you can't do a simple game of Eat the Meat without offending someone,
2: gosh, all we want to do is Eat the Meat. <laughs>
0: Can a warm-blooded American man just eat the meat without offending others? But
2: I'm sure he's probably like, "All right, I'm gonna give this guy a birthday message," but I'm not talking about eating the meat because that is viral. off the table. <laughs> to Tony Rice there. does not eat the meat. <laughs> he is one of many Americans who's never heard that phrase used in reference that to that game ever.
1: Well, I think the only people associated with Jim's uncle are the only ones that have ever heard that.
0: <laughs> well, I remember at like uh, our party we had, my uncle was there, and I brought you guys up to my uncle. I'm like, listen, like Uncle Steve, to explain to these people what it's called. He's like, yeah, it's eating
2: me, eating <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> so, insert. I think there's like a there's a certain sector in euclid ohio like maybe a four block radius between like 1965 and 1970 where eat the meat it was like the only that was like a colloquialism (laughs)
2: yeah just four block radius (laughs) very very niche. niche. it was a very very
0: niche name not
2: a lot of people played it some some families (laughs) moved
0: once they heard what it was called, it
2: became a magnet district for eat the meat fans. <laughs> that was some hot real estate right it there. It should
0: have been in like a clean like a meat packing district. That's where it would be popular. Yeah. Do you have
2: sons? Oh, perfect. Do they do they play baseball? No, they eat the meat. Oh, <laughs> Well, you guys gonna fit right in? <laughs> This, is, this has gotten ridiculous. <laughs> Let's Eat the meat thing. We're gonna get a. Lot, yeah. We got a lot of mileage <laughs> yeah. out of that one. Yeah, we sure did. We sure did. I can hear the the people changing their frequencies right now. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, so, happy birthday, Jim. Well, yeah, happy you. birthday. Yeah. What uh, other than Tony Rice wishing you happy belated birthday? What uh, you and <coughs> you and Howie had a. Boys' weekend and you, you know.
0: yeah Vanessa and the girls went out to visit her sister in Colorado. So me and Howie just had a guys' weekend. Uh, pretty chill. We went to the Kirtland game, um, playoff oh, wow. game. That was that was good. Sat in a hot tub with Sean, our friend Sean and his son Doyle for a couple hours. <laughs> nice. You know? So yeah, not not too much. I mean, it was a good good relaxing birthday. Tony Rice, you know, really iced the cake for that. And
1: uh, well, I think Sunday. Really iced the cake for that when the Browns had a blowout victory.
0: Yeah. I mean, they blew out the team. that blew out the Steelers. I know we lost to the Steelers, but I'm trying to look at the bright side here, Mike. This
2: is, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what just happened there, but I guess, we're, yeah, so we won't talk about the Steelers game. We'll just breeze right into, and I, l- listen. How about that pick six by Denzel Ward? <laughs> How about that long run by Nick
0: Chubb? How about that Chubb fella? <laughs>
2: It's all great. I, I, I can vaguely remember a Monday morning where I got so many texts from, from you guys saying, that's it. You're never going to win a Super Bowl <laughs> as long as I live. And this is it. I've given up hope. I feel so much better. That than, was in the past. And right? how did I know? <laughs> How did I know? And Stop. I, Who was, Mike, the, who you were was the, the voice you, of reason You Gertrude? were the only
0: voice of reason like, throughout. I'm like, it's sad when the only positive person in this tech <laughs> chain is a Steelers fan.
2: Exactly. And I was like, look, there's only two teams that have a better record than five and three. And I don't think the, the Titans have the legs to make a – I think at some point they'll fall apart. I know they're winning games right now. Like, well, they don't
0: have Derrick Henry's legs anymore, it sounds like. They
2: don't, but, I mean, they still managed to win. I, I just don't see that continuing um, after you get a couple of, of uh, weeks of film on, on that team without Derrick Henry. And then, like, I mean, after that, like, the Bills lost to the Jaguars. Like, it's literally any given Sunday here in the NFL. The AFC is up for grabs. The NFC is, is kind of uh, – I don't couple, know. Couple, couple team race. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it's, it's, there. No one's out of it at this point.
0: No. I mean, that's it's, it's going to come down the wire. I think. I, it's easy to play the schedule game. I think it's really hard to <laughs> be good at it. Yeah. Um. Because you never, I, you yeah. never know. I mean, like any given Sunday, you like the that Bills Jets game. Or the Bill
1: jags game, like what? What was that? I mean, if the Steelers can just keep the zebras on their side, I mean, they they might not lose anymore.
2: No, I mean, I mean, you the Roonies know what to do. They pay off the referees. That was it's a proven formula. I don't. It was one of the worst, worst officiated games I've ever I've ever watched. I mean, it was also. I mean, at the same time, like if you're the Browns' defensive lineman, back up six inches. Just yeah. Back up behind the ball, and if like I kind of agree with I think Lewis Riddick said it's it like man gives a guy a warning like on one play before you throw the flag, but they threw four flags like I mean if it's not egregious
1: if you're just like you know that one like
0: Jadavion Clowney was like a yard offside.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like
0: I don't know <laughs> that one I can see
2: yeah it's just I, you know it was a ugly game I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to to watch and root for the Steelers. I think every game is going to be really close. They're going to be underdogs in every game from here on out in the season. I think it's – they're going to keep eking them out, and it's only going to be because of the the defense, I think. We have a hard time putting points up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Somehow I should be, like, ecstatic about the situation, and now you're making me feel guilty about it.
0: Well – Guilty about what? The fact that the Steelers won last week? (laughs) Who do they play this week? The Lions? Oh, Oh, jeez.
2: They're they're going to be favoring that one, Mike. Hey, guess what? It's going to be close. (laughs) I guarantee it.
1: What's the line on that game?
2: I don't know. They're playing uh, Steelers are at home, I think. Yeah, Um, I think it is at home. I don't know. I'd be surprised if they're getting three. (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee one. they get
1: seven, and I guarantee they don't cover. <clears throat> they got to be at least a... No, they're going to give seven.
0: Yeah. I bet... I'm going to say it's it's a double-digit spread.
2: I was going to say eight. It's eight and a half.
0: No. Well, that's why you're the lead pipe locker,
2: Shane. 8.5. I think it's going to be double overtime. <laughs> it's going to come down to a botched kick that the Steelers miss, and then... They call offsides on the defense, and then the Steelers kick again, and they win. And they go offsides again because they, <laughs> they missed. Call offsides, and they miss. So they called offsides after the after they missed. Next thing we know, they're at the one yard line. <laughs> it's pretty awful. So the story behind the whole Marsh thing is that Marsh was cut by the Steelers at, in training camp. Who's Marsh? Marsh was the kid that the uh, taunting was called on. Remember that? Oh one? yeah, yeah. For the. So the whole thing was he sacks Ben. The game's tight, like, and then he goes over and just stares out the sideline. Big whoop. I mean, that, how many times does that happen? Yeah. Every how, many every times, time. how many times? How many times a player like put a ball <laughs> in the sideline's face and then drop it for a first down? Like it happens all the time. And I don't know what Kareni was thinking, but I guess he just doesn't like long-haired hippies. He's like a real, Merle Haggard. Yeah. He's. Just, but I don't. I mean, it's just. I understand that they're like trying to clean up the game. is just kind of it's just a really odd call at that point. I think the taunting in call in prime time.
0: The taunting call in general is like there. I know there was a point of emphasis for the officials here, but it's like it's gotten ridiculous. Yeah, dumb, <clears throat> dumb, dumb, dumb. Speaking of dumb dumbs, we were talking before when Melissa was in here about <laughs> like Christmas gifts for the kids. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously everyone's saying you need to get the gifts earlier this year because they don't know how long they're going to take the ship or if they're, they even have them, whatever. And then we just started talking about like your your one son who's an eighth grader who you basically – you think that he's still – there's a part of him that believes in Santa and thinks it's a real thing. I, I have a hard time swallowing that. but <laughs> I The
2: kid the kid loves Christmas. I know that. I, I know that I've not had like the talk with him about like, hey – Help me put together this bike for lincoln tonight you right. know it's isn't we're not at that at that level but i mean the kid gets really into christmas and he's not really kind of like you know hey dad i know this is i know it's not going on i just like I have, you got, were, like
0: it's not even the point where like if you or melissa say something about like go
2: santa whatever he kind of like gives you a look like i i know i so he's made the comment <laughs> that like he knows the santa we take the kids to is not the real santa <laughs> but i'm well, also all your kids know that I, but i'm also like but i also catch like behind that is like he's not the the real santa i know how this works this, like this guy takes the messages back to real santa like, whoa whoa, whoa! <laughs> like you're 13 dude like you don't come on you don't believe in santa let's go for a walk Owen. <laughs> yeah we're going to go shoot a dog and then tell you there's no Santa. And I'll show you a playboy. We're going we're gonna to we're gonna, go. have a cigar, <laughs> a little bit of bourbon. We're going to kill one of your pets that you love. And then I'm going to tell you there's no Santa.
0: Hell no Santa. Um, but you were also talking about your concern for some the supply chain of Santa and his...
2: Well, that's the thing. is like Melissa's trying to get the kids like, hey, we need your Christmas list. You know, Santa, you know, we... Santa's gotta get him early. The, the elves gotta make the toys and whatever. And then Bray was like, "Yeah, yeah, great point." And the, and Zane's dragging his feet. He's like, I, "I, don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not. I don't know. I just need, you know, whatever, you know, thousand dollar electronic, because I'm, <laughs> you know, because I'm 10 now." Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you're trying to like, hey, their their supply chain disruption is real, guys. All right, and Santa lives in this this He's supply chain environment. He's part of it. So, I'm just telling you if you don't get your orders in Santa, the containers are going to be in the waiting There's on a port in China. There's been multiple
0: COVID outbreaks on the North Pole. A lot exactly. of elves have not come back to work. Yep,
2: and you don't need, you know, you don't need these elves, you know, eating bat meat in China waiting on your containers <laughs> to be shipped over. Santa there.
0: would never make me bat meat made in China. You know that. No. Plus yeah, elves are I, allergic to it, I think. I hope not
2: uh yeah so i i you're just trying to like hey get your we kind of need to know what you want because if it has a microchip it's not going to be here
0: by <laughs> by christmas we can get a rowboat and go out in the near pacific and yeah, maybe. i hope
2: uh, and uh, baseball bats are always always in vogue so <laughs> well, i heard you <laughs> want or, or anything at dollar general i mean <laughs> yeah.
1: i heard zane wants a nfl style uprights in the backyard <laughs>
2: He does. He wants like a. He he wants to kick field goals in the backyard. And back in Virginia, well, first we start with like the little Franklin, like field goal sets that just like are three feet high and they're like little field goals. Well, and then in Virginia, I made him one out of like PVC and like stuck it in the ground. And it was it was pretty decent height. It was probably you know ten feet high. But we passed this house in Sugarloaf. Falls has got this like like collegiate style is it a
0: square or like a single post
2: no it's, it's, it's a single post it goes Does it got like the, the pad
0: on it and everything
2: it's got padding around <laughs> the base <laughs> oh, i mean it's, and it's in their front yard it's in front of this like you know probably million dollar home and they put this in their front yard and zane's like yeah I, you know dad i don't want much for christmas i just want that <laughs> I'm like okay well you know like, I just imagine this, whoever's house this is, the kid's kicking field goals in his yard, and, like, there's a crew, like, raising a net up and down. <laughs> they pay a referee to come and like, good or no good. or even when Wide right. Even when they're no good, they they still so good for the rich kid. You know? <laughs> I'm the best kicker ever. You sure are. <laughs> you sure are, Harrison. <laughs> you sure are, Landon. You're doing a great job. Landon the fifth. <laughs> but that reminds me of another story about Zane kicking field goals in our house. And we have this like little hillbilly area of our house where we have a big uh like a sunken living room and Zane's like net is in the yard. And he's just like constantly kicking balls into the net. Um but it, it you know, it would be the size for something in the yard, but it's in our living room down in the down in the, the, the den. Area. We'll call it a den. Yeah, it's a den. It's a den. We gotta get a bear rug for it. Anyway, so, Zane uh, is home by uh, with his brother Owen, who's supposed to be watching him, and apparently was not. Shocker! And we come home, and there's a glass all over the floor. And Melissa's like, "What happened?" And Zane looks up, and he just goes wide right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, could you even yell at him at that point? I'm like, mm. it was similar to like the
1: Ivan Jurgenoff yeah. sock the puppet. Kids.
2: Kid's got some comedy chops. He's got, he does. Anything ever
1: come with the Ivan Jurganov teacher ever say anything?
2: Uh, no, he changed, he changed the name. <laughs> but I. Did he got get, a lot of pressure. I did get to meet the puppet, though. <laughs> no one. Kind of. It, it was a real uh, Jurganov. <laughs> Ivan Jurganov probably was, was the, the right name. He nailed it. He nailed it.
0: What do you got over there, Shane? That's the amount of uh, booze little, little Blantons. that Mike got from this uh, retirement Oof. party is ridiculous. There's, uh, there's bottles everywhere, Mike. You really oh, loaded up. I mean, this should get you through the winter.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's get us through at least three or four more get podcasts. Me,
2: this will get you through a nuclear winter. Get me through the next seven podcasts or one with Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, we got some, there's some, like, really fantastic whiskey kind of all around um Cool one there, uh, a friend of mine from the Army had etched with the uh, company symbol there, that Angel's Envy. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, really cool stuff. Great, uh, it's the perfect gift for a retiring veteran. They do a lot of drinking. So. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be so encouraged, but... Not, not a very good secret, apparently, because <laughs> they, uh, they definitely...
0: You said the the Burnt Word Tavern had some vets that were
2: really celebrating today, huh? Oh my gosh, there were just some like Vietnam vets or Korean War. Um, even I did see one uh, World War II veteran belly up to the bar and uh, his hat um, today, and it, it was awesome to see him and to sit there kind of quietly. And you know, they, it's you know their day and my day, but like just to see them kind of really celebrating. I was just having you know dinner with my wife and stuff and. But those guys were getting just hammered, <laughs> <laughs> just completely hammered to the point where, like, the like the wait staff were like, "Um, um, sir, you can't go home. You 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 can't go home." Like, ah. <laughs> you know, they're they're all wearing army or navy hats, or their navy hats with like the ship that they. You never tell on. a navy
0: man when he's had too much to <laughs> drink. It,
2: it was exactly that. <laughs> like they're they're all like white. Like Phil Donahue, haired guys. <laughs> Do we need to swing by there and knock uh, him ride home? I think that would. Uh, you know, you want to thank a veteran, just just give him a ride home. I think that's probably the that's the thing.
0: Tip of the cap to okay, you, sir. Yeah,
2: pull, just pull up to an Applebee's and wait for them to come out. <laughs> You'll know who they are.
0: Wait, wait for the the early bird specials
2: they're limping <laughs> their hats on sideways and uh yeah take, give them a ride home
0: events wise mike and shane you guys were talking about something and i i have to apologize i pretty much don't pay attention to any current events um kind of by choice but some some case that's been in the headlines lately yeah so
2: um alec baldwin killed a guy oh i heard about that one <laughs> <laughs> Or a gal actually lady yeah Jeez, what? A, that's a crappy situation. The other one is the. Uh, oh, I got his name wrong the first time. Kyle Rittenhouse, I think it Kyle is. Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial that's going on so right what,
0: now. So yeah, I don't. I'm not really like I said. I'm, I don't pay attention. So what's going on with this case? What's,
2: um, what did he do? What is he charged with? I feel like Shane's been watching a lot of Nancy Grace and could probably walk us through this better than I can. Well, what I understand is the kid, the kid went out. Had a buddy buy him an assault rifle so that he could go help a, a business owner in the city. Not even the city he lived in. He traveled. No, he traveled across state lines. Yeah.
1: He's from Wisconsin and he was in Illinois. Is and that then he he, is?
2: he went and like basically posted guard over this business at at the business owner's kind of request. Informal. I mean he, he wasn't being paid to do it as far as I know. No, I mean so did this he,
0: guy just like find this business because he saw it on the It wasn't
2: no. I mean there was all these kind of
1: protests and stuff going on. So right. there was lots of people. He said he was gonna go there and protect the businesses. I don't think it was I don't even know if it was a specific business. He was gonna protect like
0: he was kind of gonna play vigilante.
1: Yeah, yeah, kinda and there was other people doing the same thing. This is a seventeen year old kid. Gotcha.
2: So there were people down there that were calling themselves medics. There were people down there calling themselves like security. Security guards or or what have you or or I don't know, vigilantes or whatever they thought they were anyway things get weird like uh the crowd gets out of control there's one kind of like clinically insane guy that gets involved in the mix that kind of chases this uh this kid that is carrying an assault rifle and first aid gear um and kind of like Introducing himself to people all night and he's he's been like interviewed by people on YouTube like what are you doing here? What's your name? He's like, I'm Kyle I'm here to protect this business and make sure you know, no one gets hurt and everybody's okay and whatever and uh, There's like several instances of him giving that type of like kind of a aggressive (laughs) interview but anyway the What happens is he ends up getting like kind of overrun and intimidated and runs down an alley and is chased by this guy who is just let out of like a hospital, <laughs> and um, and feels threatened, so he turns around and shoots this guy um, and kills him like almost instantly. <laughs> and then yeah, and then he's chased by several more people who perceive this kid as an active shooter at this point because he is. And then he shoots another person, and then wounds another, and it's this big huge mess and now it's being tried and he had a, a bad day on the stand as i understand it yeah the other day he was he was it, it was pretty horrible act he, like first of all that
1: i can't believe they called him to the stand and had him like testify and then what was his defense just self defense basically yeah basically self defense yeah. and um it, it was the worst like it looks like he was he was crying but it looks like basically he just put like a huge lemon in his mouth like you know it was a pretty bad like a- i wasn't buying the acting um, neither did uh, lebron apparently <laughs> lebron in it um but it's interesting and, th- and there's a lot of stuff going on like there's been like he's gotten like five hundred thousand dollars people have contributed to his like defense there's a lot of you know a lot of yeah a lot of right people wing are on nuts, left side. Of some celebrities are on his side um and then the judge has made a lot of like curious rulings on things like I guess the other day, they were there was a a, a picture they had, it was basically like a, an iPad or a giant screen. And the the defi- or the uh, prosecutor wanted to like zoom in on it, and you just you know pinch and zoom. And he said that they, they weren't allowed to do that because you could see it better. <laughs> like, yeah, um, you're not weren't allowed to call the people that got shot victims. There's just a lot of the judge. Then the judge made something comment when they're going to break today, I think about like. Asian food that he's going to get delivered and hope to get didn't get stopped at the, at the, uh, docks or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of like, yeah, there's a lot of interesting things going on in the case. And, um, and the jury I think is like all white with like one black person.
2: Yeah it's it's, it's gonna of, go well this is the end of times basically
1: yeah it's just it's a really uh I mean there's just so many little subplots and storylines of the case and it leads you to believe it's probably you know nothing's gonna happen to this kid that basically Ooosh. went I mean you went there with a gun like what what were you thinking was gonna happen it was kind of yeah that
2: he I mean obviously there's gonna be some criminal charges against the guy for Illegally acquiring an assault rifle, and then also, you know, uh, posing as, you know, identifying himself falsely as, you know, such and such or whatever. I don't know.
0: I think he's just trying to beat the beat the murder reps at this point. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say I, he's also had a, you know, right turn signal that was burnt out. <laughs> I mean, he's and he gonna... jaywalked multiple times <laughs> during the riot. Um, but gosh, I just. Uh... Yeah, I'm fearful of what Everett's gonna say. And Where's the too. case being held?
0: Somewhere in Illinois. Is it like a small town?
1: Um, it must be fairly close to Chicago. Yeah, I
0: guess that would have made sense if there was, uh, yeah, rioting and stuff. More know, so, yeah. Brian Gainer, do the right thing. Yeah, get him off. Just kidding. <laughs> let let justice be served to whoever needs
2: justice serving. He needs a main justice. What
0: do you <laughs> main justice. That's probably one of the funniest uh, SNL skits I
2: remember. I, I remember. No, I spending... in the court. or in the court now. <laughs> no, no, I'm okay. Let's go. We will.
0: Listen. Here.
2: <laughs> y'all, y'all been sentenced to eat the soggiest beignets you don't ever had in your life. What's the one line where he's talking about? He's like, and if that don't get you,
0: the gators will
2: got some good schools up there too you know where we got some school in maine boy (laughs) if the gators don't get you the north atlantic trout will
0: (laughs) sudeikis i mean the guy's a mastermind he was the judge
2: he did just host um he hosted us now two weeks ago saturday night live and he didn't do maine justice and i'm just I'm just appalled.
0: Main Justice with Justin Timberlake was unbelievable, and Main Justice with Jamie Foxx was unbelievable. I don't know if there's any other ones, but like those two guys were hilarious. <laughs> is it me or is it like I, I just feel in general like SNL will have some like a good skit here and there, but in general, it's just not like I don't
1: stay up to watch it. Yeah. You know, I mean, not, to me, weekend weekend updates the best part. Like I could just I could basically just watch that. I usually. My son likes to watch it so we'll watch the whole thing together, usually on you know, Sunday or Monday. But um yeah, the week week to me the weekend updates the whole show. I can I th- just watch I think, that. I've, I think the best parts
0: now are just when they do like the little digital like videos or shorts, you know, that aren't really a oh skit my gosh, Like one, those are funny.
2: The one they did about uh uh seltzers did you guys see that one yeah that was so good oh, God. it was like in the, <laughs> the writer's room played, kind of guy it they was like do the this bit and i guess the one of the kids is the son of like a pretty a pretty well-known writer for snl so like the, the tradition's continuing for that family but like the kids are one of them's drinking a seltzer and the kid's like what is that what are you drinking and he's like oh it's seltzer everybody's drinking them now everybody makes them too it's like, what are you drinking it's JCPenney seltzer. <laughs> so what flavor is that? It's a variety pack? He's like, yeah, this is men's jackets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Shane, we'll post that to Instagram here. And uh, that'll be there for your listing pleasure. Right, Shane? Sure. Well, Tony's our, Tony Bernetti is our Baba Brunetti who's not,
1: not here again. That's He's on a hot date tonight, from what I hear.
2: Yeah, let's hope that goes well. Seal the deal, Tony. <laughs> Greenlight it. Let's get this show out on the road. And young lady, if you're listening, he's as, he's as clean as they come <laughs> and when they do. So, uh, yeah, have a nice night there, gang. gang. All right. All the gang? <laughs> well, you cool. too. Cool. Cool and the gang. Yeah, cool in the gang. All right, guys. Good night. Signing off. Cutting Weight Cabin. Out. Peace.